You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I'm super excited about this topic today. Uh, It's called D3 and A&T could be just the right fit for you. And my guest today is Luann Peshek. Many of you know who she is because she's doing an amazing job for JH Consulting. So welcome, Luann. Uh, Luann, one of my advisors. Yeah, good to have you. And I'm super excited about this topic, especially because uh, most recently we as a staff had a conversation with one of the new programs out there for A&T and it just got me so excited. And I had a conversation with a D3 coach recently about what they have to offer and how often I believe it's not talked about as much and therefore a lot of kids don't even go this direction. So hopefully after today, Luann and I are gonna be sharing all the things that are pretty amazing about these two programs. So welcome Luann. And tell us about your role with the D3 schools. Um, Sure. So I'm the executive director of the National Collegiate Gymnastics Association. And we're basically the governing body for 14 of the 15 D3 schools. Um, There are 14 schools in the NCGA and they're divided in the East and the West. Um, There's six schools in the East and there's eight schools in the West. And then there's also Centenary in Louisiana. Um, So can I list those schools? Do you think that would be helpful? Absolutely, let's do it. Okay, so in the East, we have Ithaca College, Rhode Island College, Springfield College, Rockport, Cortland, and your Sinus College. And in the West, and they are part of the WIAC, um, we have Gustavus Adolphus College, Hamlin University, Winona State, University of Wisconsin Eau Claire, University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, University of Wisconsin La Crosse, University of Wisconsin Stout, and University of Wisconsin Whitewater. Okay, this is kind of funny, but I counted 15 when you said all those. I just want to double check. Am I wrong? No, there's 14. And and then there's centenary, which is 15. So there's a total of 15 three schools. 14 of them are in the NCGA. Got it. Oh, I'm so glad you clarified that. I didn't realize that. Okay. A lot of people ask, well, why is it centenary? And and it completely makes sense that they would be. And we've actually talked about this many, many times, but it's, it's a little bit of a logistics because they are so far from the other schools. But they're all D3. Yes. Got it. Okay. Cause I always say there's 15 when I'm talking to in my, uh, that's true girls. So, okay. I'm super glad you clarified. I had no yeah. idea. 
And it's really neat to hear about how that all works in terms of geographically. Right, so, right. So the yeah. East schools primarily compete against the East. Okay. And the West schools primary, primarily compete against the West. And they each have their own regionals. And okay. then teams qualify into the nationals from those regionals. Wow, that's so awesome. I think a lot of people don't realize that, that they have their own nationals. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. So tell us how many A&T schools there are. There are six D3 A&T schools, um, and they just recently added a new one, and it is called Stevenson University. Which we found out, because we had a meeting with that coach, that it's located in... Illinois. Is that right? I think it is. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get my notes. Pretty sure, but we'll double check it. We okay. Beyond that. And while Luann's double checking that, the website for the ANT schools you can find at www.thencata.org. And of course, the D3 schools can be found on roadtonationals.com. There's a whole list of not only D3, but D1 and D2. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. And okay. we have a website for, we have a website for NCGA mm -hmm. schools and it's d3ncga.org. And we also have um, social media. And if you go to Instagram, and type in NCGA Gymnastics, you'll learn about what, what we do at NCGA Gymnastics, which is D3. You said N, not M, right? Correct, N as in national. Yep, perfect. Well, thanks, Luann. And we'll come back to the location on Stevenson to double check in a second. Uh, so my next question would be, what do you believe now that you've worked with JH Consulting and a lot, and you have this title as, um, we're also involvement with the D3 teams. What do you believe is the, are some of the advantages of being on a D3 team? Yeah, so I you know everybody that I've talked to who has competed in a D3 program has just loved their experience. They're passionate hmm. about the sport. They wanna continue the sport. It's their um, desire to continue the sport. You know, sometimes you'll get an athlete who will go ahead and accept a, a scholarship at a D1 or a D2 school, and they're not super passionate about the sport, but they feel like, well, I got this scholarship, I should probably just do it. So right. I think the vibe in D3 is all about everyone just loves the sport and is passionate about it. And the other benefit of doing D3 gymnastics is sometimes I think you might be able to compete more events at D3 than you mm. might be able to compete at D1 or D2 because it's a bit more competitive. So hmm. maybe you're really strong on vault and floor, but you really love doing bars and beam. Well, you might be able to compete bars and beam at the D3 level as well as vault and floor. So I think it's just a, a really great division for a lot of gymnasts. Awesome. What do you believe are the advantages of being an A and T athlete? Yeah, so A and T, looks for gymnasts level eight and up. So obviously, if you're not quite at that level nine, 10 level yet, um, after and tumbling might be a great avenue for you to look into. 
because they do look at level eights. They want you to have a full or a one and a half in order to be able to do acro and tumbling. So a lot of level eights can do that. Maybe even some level sevens, really. Um, wow. And they look, you know, acro and tumbling is one of those sports that maybe you're having some injuries. Um, maybe bars aren't your thing. Maybe you don't want to do all four events anymore. So you can really focus on tumbling. Um, trying something new. You know, you're going to be a part of a team, just like gymnastics. They have large groups of athletes at um, Acro Tumbling. So you're going to have between 25 and 45 girls on a team. So when you get to college, you're going to have all these girls who are all on your team and you're going to meet friends really quickly. So I think, and the, and the last thing is they recruit a little bit later than gymnastics. So that's always nice. Um, if you are maybe starting that process a little bit later. Right. So when do you usually recommend that athletes start to think about division three and A&T? I would say, well, I think they should start reaching out sophomore, junior year, really acro tumbling school start recruiting junior year right uh, that's pretty much what i've seen okay so it's actually in maryland right? yeah i know <laughs> i was waiting on you to ask me i'm like oh i found it it's maryland <laughs> okay yeah. so we you know what in illinois greenville right okay can you share with us some of the new ones that have emerged recently yes so there's two new d3 schools in gymnastics um, one is Greenville University. It's in Greenville, Illinois. There we and go. Bill Hopkins is the director for gymnastics for men and women, and he will also be the coach for women. And Bill used to be the coach at SEMO. So he has a lot of experience. Um, Bill was telling me that they're actually building pits. So the training facility is going to be super nice. Okay. Um, yeah, they're going to be in a old Ford car dealership. So that is so cool. They're going to have a big space. Um, the other school is Simpson College, and it's located in Indianola, Iowa. Mm. And they just announced, uh, and that's for men and women. Same, same with Greenville, it's for men and women as well. And Simpson College has just hired Emily Barrett Payne to be the women's coach. Okay. Colin Payne to be the men's coach. Okay. So where will these schools fit into what you just described? Because we didn't have them on our total. Yes, I know. So um, we will see where they fit in. Um, I okay. They're welcome to, to apply for membership in the NCGA. We have an application. Um, yeah. And we um, have actually given it out to one of the schools already. Um, so we will see. I okay. run that through the athletic directors and see how that works out. So that means we're going to have a total in just D3 schools. Would be, we're now at 17 for women. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You guys, I'm telling you, if you are feeling like your body is struggling and just can't do gymnastics anymore and you still want to be an athlete, um in college i mean we have more we're going to share today about some of our 
JH girls that are doing D3 or acrobatics and tumbling, we are talking, they're very strong level 10 gymnasts. So, but you only have to be um, for acro and acrobatics and tumbling, a level eight tumbler. So, and I would say um, even some of my JH families feel like D3 isn't going to have strong level 10 gymnasts on those teams, but that's just not true. They're... No, it's really not. It's getting a little more competitive at the D3 mm -hmm. level. I mean, we yeah. are really seeing, um, I have an athlete who um, has level 10, very st strong level 10, and decided okay. to go the D3 route. Mm -hmm. And um, she ended up being the WIAC bar champion uh, her first freshman year. So, yeah, it's and exciting I, to see. And I know Emma, my, my gymnast, Emma Grant, is, I think she might be a senior now at lacrosse. She was really strong on two events. And the other two events she just struggled and struggled on. Wasn't bad, but just, you know, struggled. Didn't qualify to nationals. And, but she had these vault and floor. She does an Arabian double front on floor and a beautiful laid out Yurchenko full um, on vault and is scoring nine eights and above at D3 because, I mean, she could have done that at D1, but she went on her visits and that's where she felt so wanted mm -hmm. by the coach is what I remember. It just turned everything um, around for her. And she just felt more comfortable, I think, uh, with, with the coach and with the team and has had a really um, exciting career. Yeah. I have a client right now, Jill, who um, is, has already been asked to be on the team, on a D3 team. And okay. she's, um, she's looking at a D1 team as well. But when we're doing our private discussions, she's like, you know, I just love this D3 school and I yeah. think we may go this direction. So it's kind of fun, yeah. you know, they, we, like we always tell them, put your pros and cons list together, right. um, feel, go to the campuses, um, meet the coaches, mm -hmm. meet the athletes, see what, what feels right. So it's exciting yeah. to see people choosing D3. Over D1. Yeah which is, I just, I have a girl in the same boat. She hasn't announced, so I'm not going to give her name out, but she was recruited by actually some D2 schools. She went on, took some camps and then, you know, her mom called me and said, I'd really like to encourage her to go to this D3 camp. And I'm like, yes, that's awesome. So we both kind of encouraged her to try. She went, I'm not kidding. She her grin on her face when we just had a session like a few days ago, she was just beaming. And prior to that, she had changed gyms. She almost quit gymnastics. She just felt like, you know, that girl that just wasn't getting any, you know, calls or very many emails and all her friends were. And, you know, there's a lot of fear about um, in their head some, for some reason, that it's just not as um, legit to even consider. And I am starting to see that turn a corner and we at JH Consulting are all about promoting all the opportunities because we see such excitement when the girls feel wanted, they feel like they can make the lineup, they're gonna have a strong impact and the education is right up to the same level. Yeah. So 
that's really why I wanted to do this podcast today was I, I want to keep getting the word out for yeah. sure. You know, everyone okay. has different goals and different mm -hmm. desires, different strengths, different weaknesses, mm -hmm. some like small, some like medium, some like large. So really what I think we do is try to figure out where the right path is for each individual athlete. Right. Um, and many times that path is D3. Right. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, talk about some of the information you've learned in regards to academics for D3 and A and T. Let's start with D3. Okay. Uh, families so, typically typically think they're not going to get um, the same level of academics. But what what have we learned recently in talking to these um, coaches? Yeah, it's it's funny because people sometimes say to me oh, no, I, I, I need a good education. I can't go to D3. And that's mm -hmm. absolutely not the case. There are many D3 schools that have great educations. Um, for example, Ithaca, it's kind of right in the middle size-wise with some of the other schools in our D3s. Um, yep. It's a private school. They have around 5,000 students for undergrad. Um, and maybe 6,000, actually, I see another note here, 6,000. So between five and 6,000. Um, okay. But Rick Sudeby was telling me that um, they have a six-year doctoral physical therapy program. And a lot wow. of gymnasts do that program. Um, they also have some health-related science programs. They have students getting into medical school, vet school, PA school. So um, yeah, there, there's a lot of great schools. It really depends on what you want to study. Mm -hmm. And then my suggestion would be to research those D3 schools to see which one offers your program and really research that um, to see if it might be a good fit for you. You know, thinking back now, this was many years ago when I first started with JH Consulting. And one of my first clients was a family out of California and mom was a club coach in California. Daughter was level nine shooting for 10. I remember that, but had some injuries and she could have gone to probably some of the top California schools for academics. I mean, her SAT score was really high, all AP courses, strong GPA or lots of as many AP as you could take. And she did her research on Gustavus and she came back to me because we do that here at JH Consulting. We have uh, a five-step plan and part of it is the working on the academic research. And I remember she came back to me and she was so impressed with what she saw at that university on paper, like on online. So I told her, why don't, and she was shocked. So why don't you go on a visit? She goes on a visit, she comes back. She finds out, I believe it's physical therapy is one of the stronger um, kinesiology, physical therapy is one of the stronger majors there. Um, and, or she wanted to be a trainer. I think that's what she wanted to be. So I can't remember what she exactly majored in. Um, but she absolutely loved it. So I kept contacting her mom through the years and saying, how's it going? How's it going? I'd love to hear all about it. And her mom was just raving about, you know, their program. So I agree. You have to look inside and really see, um, you know, what that actual school offers for majors and even doctorate degrees or 
um, pre-med type programs as well. I love so that that's great. you just gave because you suggested something and somebody went and, and, and did it. Keeping your mind open in this process is so mm -hmm. beneficial because, mm -hmm. you know, I have clients who say, oh, no, I don't like that school. And mm -hmm. I say, oh, what, what don't you like about it? Well, I don't know. You know, they may not know much about it, but they've already yeah. turned their mind to a no. So right. um, I love that clients keep their minds open and gymnasts and parents are interested in learning mm -hmm. more and they might be really surprised at what they find. Yeah. Uh, another example of one of my clients recently, um, she was not getting any feedback at all from division one schools. She's a level 10. And I said, okay, tell me which schools you've reached out to. She gives me your list. And I said, okay, what have been the responses? And she goes, I haven't, I haven't gotten any. And I said, okay, and here's why. And I broke down what her start values were, even though she's level 10. Here's your start values. Here's your scores. And here's your true situation in terms of your injuries and what the coaches need to see and where they're going to go to find your videos. And because you had this gap, yes, COVID, but also some injuries, um, this is why you're not getting responses. And mm -hmm. she was like, it, it, it just flipped a switch on her. She just had, and her mom was thrilled. It was like, we have not heard that that is, you know, the problem. So I said, you're actually a D3, um, you know, candidate right now, which is exciting. And she has really strong academics. So guess what? She says she's open and she says, but I said, you know, if you want to keep pursuing D1, that's fine with me uh, because you're still going to develop this year. And she, she has a really good vault. So I said, but let's open up some ideas. So we, I got her going on these D3s. She's had two calls. She had immediate responses from these coaches and it just lit her up. Another situation just lit her up. And she I think she went last week or she's going right now to two of the schools and she looked into the academic side and she was surprised. And I just can't tell you, I mean, I don't know where, where she's going to land. You know, she still has some time in this vault she's doing is a 10 vault, right? So she's going to have to make a hard decision. You know, if she actually competes it and does well with that vault, there's going to be even some D2, D1 schools might be interested, right? But I just said, why not explore all your options, yeah. you know? And her mom sends me an email afterwards and she's like, I cannot tell you how excited my daughter is now. She's going to the gym, feeling up. She's excited. She feels like she's getting responses. We cannot thank you enough, you know? And I thought, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, Jill, I think that's a great um suggestion that you gave her because you don't want her waiting until senior year and realizing she needs to go D3 and now they're full. Mm -hmm. There is no spots. Right. Because they are filling. It's, mm -hmm. it's like they have big rosters mm -hmm. right now. So um, yeah. And what, what have you seen them doing on vault, for example? Cause I'll tell you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of your tinkle layout fulls. It's not, there are a lot of layouts, right? For example, mm -hmm. let's just take that event. Yeah, but I think, um, have you, what have you seen out there on D3 yeah. schools on vault? I definitely am seeing a lot of your chinko layout foals. Okay. Um, I know 
Hold on. I have, I just was reading all of my notes from D3 and I know Whitewater said back in 18, this was mm -hmm. several years ago, that yeah. they had four members of their team competing in your Chinko full. Yeah. And it might be different. I mean, it's four years later, but what we're trying to say is you don't have to have a full, but if you have a full and you're not getting responses from D1 or D2, it's not like you're going to go to a team where they're doing your chinko pipes, for example, or right. tucks. You know, they're doing layouts, they're doing fulls. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm seeing maybe major releases on bars, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing on beams pretty much the same. I it mean, is, pretty it much. Is the same. It is the same, right? Yeah. And floor tumbling, you know, I'm seeing e-skills e sometimes, with, at least from my client, Emma, for sure. But and not all the girls, right? Right. And D3 is the mm -hmm. same as D1. There are some really strong ones, and then there's some that are not as strong. Right. So it, it's the same thing. You know, you just have to figure out where you fit in. Mm -hmm. And then with A and T, um, let's go back to the, some of their academic situations uh, that we've heard about. Let's speak on Stevenson, since we just had a call with that head coach who I absolutely love, by the way. Yeah, she was awesome. Um, I really enjoyed that conversation. And she's it's brand new. So she's looking for how many on her roster? It was like 30, 25? Yeah. I don't know. Um, definitely on the high end. Yeah. Um, so the things that stood out to me, okay, so it's in Owings Mills, Maryland. Okay, that's right. Just, just outside of Baltimore. So mm -hmm. um, cool that it was 20 minutes from the Baltimore airport. Love that. Loved it. Right. Um, the other really cool thing was their, um, they were training in, do you remember her saying that? They were training in. Oh, she said they're looking at upgrading uh, a facility that they'll have all, oh, they're going to have it all to themselves that she thought. The old uh, Baltimore Ravens practice facility. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, the other neat thing is they have a lot of unique majors. They have a nursing mm -hmm. program, biomedical engineering, fashion design and fashion merchandising, theater, media, film. So really a lot of variety in That's terms right. of their academic offerings. Um, I love that. Yeah, she said their class size was an average of 18 students. So definitely uh, on the small side, they have around 2,700 to 3,000 students um, at their school. So yeah, small. That would have been for me personally a challenge when, if I was young and thinking about going to something smaller than my high school. But when we talked about it and she was explaining the level of education, it, she said it was like at a Porsche level versus Volkswagen or something. Yeah. She compared it, right? Mm -hmm. And often we don't even realize that, but you've got the smaller class sizes. So you're going to get a lot more um, time with your professors, probably. One-on-one, yeah. One-on-one. And now the cost was very interesting. So costs are going to, on paper, when you look at it, going to be high because they're private sometimes, some of these schools. But like she said, the academic scholarships are out of this world. So yeah. she was talking about there were there's a presidential scholarship, 
There's a merit scholarship, a community service scholarship. There's even a scholarship if you're invited on a visit and you go visit. Mm -hmm. So I wow. thought that was interesting. There are 10 presidential scholarships offered and each one is worth full four full years of tuition. Wow. And like a lot of gymnasts would help. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. So check out that school. She's going to build the program. She's going to get as many girls on there as possible. But she said, I'm not just going to, I want to build a solid team. She really wants to be competitive. Yeah. And she has a lot of experience. She's been at a few colleges before. She's not really on the super young side. I was just really impressed with her professionalism, her, um, every, her knowledge, and the fact that she wants to build a safe um, program that has a really, uh, a, a, she's not just going to take anyone. She wants it to be a strong foundation. So they um, plan to compete in the 2022-2023 season, but they may do some exhibitions in 2021-2022. So if you want to be a part of an, an inaugural program, there you go, ladies. Yeah. Sounds amazing. And her name is Emily Hustler. Perfect. Coach. Yeah. Okay. And the last question I had was, can you share with us some of the perks? Uh, we've already talked about a few, but let's review them again of being on a D3 uh, team since you run a lot of the social media. And so you know what's, what's out there for these D3 programs. Yeah. So I think it's important to know, um, the gymnasts to know that they do very similar things as D1s and D2s. So they have the team activities for bonding in preseason. They have a regionals, they have a nationals, they have a banquet at nationals, they have awards, they have senior of the year, they have gymnasts of the week. Um, lots of similarities to D1, it's just a different option. Um, so I think that there are lots of perks uh, with D3 gymnastics, and I'm sure with D3 acro and tumbling as well. And definitely something to consider if you're passionate about the sport and you want to continue. Great. Is there anything else that you would want to share um, that we haven't yet so far? I don't think so. I would just urge people to, to follow us on social media. To, we're going to be doing some team takeovers. We're going to introduce our seniors at some point in the mm -hmm. season, um, mm -hmm. all of those kind of fun things. So if you're interested at all in D3 gymnastics, I would urge you to follow our Instagram at NCGA gymnastics. All right. Thank you so much, Luann. I appreciate yeah, you coming on here today and sharing all that good info. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.